and welcome to Hope For Me Live. Today we're going to be talking about the difference between confidence and pride. Mm -hmm. And there is a fine line between the two. We know from Scripture that God wants us to be very confident people. But the question is going to be, what are we going to be confident in? And that's something that we're going to be answering today. Where does that confidence come from? Where do we focus our confidence? What is the source of the confidence? And how do we compare that to being prideful? Most of the Bible verses I have today, Angie, is all about confidence because I think people who are listening to the show understand that pride is evil. It's the, it's really the beginning of almost every sin there is out there. Pride is what caused Satan to fall out of heaven drag the uh, angels that are now demons with him. Pride's a horrible thing. So we do need to understand how to differentiate between the two because confidence is a really good thing. We need it. Right. But we don't need pride. Right. And I, I think just, you know, being a Christian over the years, I've heard um, in, in Christian, in church or in Christian circles about um, how fearful people can become to have confidence because we are taught about grace and mercy and humility, those things are very prevalent. You know, those those things are the things that are taught mostly. And so we don't teach how to balance that with the confidence instead. So people get nervous about what's okay and what's not okay. Um, is being bold okay? Is that Can I still be humble and bold? So it can be a very confusing subject. So we wanted to kind of pursue that with you today. Well, let's start with a Bible verse. Hebrews chapter 10 says, so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. So here we have the Bible telling us, don't throw away your confidence. You need to be confident. But I think the real question is, okay, because it says you're going to be really rewarded if you don't throw away the confidence. When life hits us, when the hurdles hit us, when, you know, um, darkness smacks us upside the face, it's, it's, it's easy to kind of shrink back, lose the confidence. But the confidence that we're talking about here is not confidence in yourself as much as confidence in the Lord working through you. And right. that's the big key. Right, right. And trying to remember, he created you for purpose. So he's given you specific talents and purposes and gifts and all of those things. And we need to confidently be able to use those or else we're not, we're not walking in the things that he's prepared for us and the way he's prepared it for us. So it's okay to be confident in those things. When you look at scripture, you see the great saints of God all extremely confident. Right. We can go back to Solomon and David. These were very confident men. Um, you can go into the prophets. These were all confident men because they were confronting Israel with its sin at every level. You had to have a level of confidence when you were confronting the king of Israel, his advisors, his political structure with their sin knowing that they could just take you out. And unfortunately, many times, that's exactly what happened to these. Then you look at the life of Jesus. I mean, what confidence, but what humility. Right. Then we look at the Apostle Paul. I mean, we can go on and on. The bottom line is, is that we want to have confidence, but we have to be careful not to allow it to lead to pride. Right, right. That's absolutely true. So one of the more sneaky hurdles is learning the difference between the healthy confidence and the damaging pride. So let's talk about that. 
Right. So it's sneaky because, you know, if you're not careful, one can be confused with the other. Mm-hmm. And so it can be very difficult. So I think, I think first of all, um, really understanding what healthy confidence looks like and where we can cross the line with pride, really coming to a good understanding of what that looks like is going to be very helpful so it doesn't sneak up on you. But that healthy confidence comes from also pursuing your identity, who you are, what you're made of, what you're made for. Um, and that can help you build your confidence while, you know, pride, being prideful in that can be very damaging and not helpful at all. So I think that's the important thing is so it doesn't sneak up on you. Be very um, proactive about really understanding what healthy confidence looks like. So confidence is, um, is focused on God and pride is focused on yourself. Right. And it's really that simple. It's a very complicated subject. People uh, tend to maybe look at someone with godly confidence and call it pride, but but they have not discerned using wisdom the difference. Right. Um, and a lot of times, people of God who have that confidence are beaten down by those who think they're prideful. Right. Again, that's one of those things where we we see because we're taught so much about the humility and and the grace and you know just kind of have that quiet spirit as Christians I think people misinterpret that and and just you know kind of take away it no it's not okay to be confident because that's ego and that's yeah. you know that's just boldness. too simplistic no it's yeah. just it, think life is more complicated than that the word of God is more complicated right. than that and we need to be spiritually discerning and understanding the difference. Psalm 139 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Everybody knows that Bible verse. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. And then it says, I know that full well. That's confidence. Right. He's saying, I know that truth. Right. You know, another good word for confidence is faith. Mm. Yeah, There's true. very little difference. In fact, there isn't really much of a difference. When you have a unmovable, unshakable, unyieldable faith in the Lord and his goodness and his power and his love for you, you have a bold confidence that can move mountains. Right, right. When you have an understanding that you're carrying the authority of his kingdom because you are in Christ. I mean, what can stop you, you know, when you really, really grasp that and have that understanding? Mm. Now, unfortunately, so many people today lack a healthy sense of confidence. Much of this comes from different things, Mm -hmm. family issues, societal pressures, past wounds, or a lack of education, or maybe even a lack of wisdom, another way to put that. So let's go through each one of these. Let's start with, with family issues, creating a, um, a, a, a sense that, you know, you just can't be confident in things. Right, right. So, so family issues, and we're talking like maybe missing or abusive parents. Um, you know, your parents play such an, an important role in your life. They are your sole influence for a good part of your life. And so if they're missing or abusive or not handling their um, parental duties in a healthy way, it can really tear down your confidence. It can help you have a lack of identity, understanding who you are, and so you don't have confidence moving through the world from that point. Yeah, a person who's wounded has a lot of trouble kind of extending that faith to the Lord in a way that's going to bring confidence because right. they're, they're probably living in a form of darkness that uh, is uh, motivated, rooted 
and fear mm-hmm. and 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 fear and confidence are truly two totally d- different things they're they're diametrically opposed right because again we can interchange the word confidence with faith right so fear and faith are totally different so that's one family mm-hmm. issues societal pressures including inside the church yeah i'm sorry can i just go back to family issues really quick because i sure. think this is really really important what if i say no <laughs> Because um, one of the things I wanted to mention was um, a lot of uh, of the lack of confidence comes from dominating siblings. If you are in a family where there's favored siblings mm-hmm. or there are siblings that are just seem to have dominant personalities, um, it can, um, you know, and, and if it's not identified and, and spoken into by the parents, it could cause the other sibling to really lack that confidence to move forward. They learn to live in the shadows, live in the corner, right? Live, right. live in the shadow of that sibling. Right. And I felt it was important to mention because you wouldn't think so, but it really is a major problem issue in the counseling chair like we can we can trace back a lot of issues that people have all the way back to just not feeling like they measured up within the family dynamic mm. all right now let's get to societal pressures confidence misunderstood because they think you're you have pride or ego right so even in even outside of the church we mentioned this a little earlier about you know we're taught things in the church and it kind of makes people move away from confidence but but even outside of that, you know, it, you can be looked upon. If you're if you're good at something and you say, "Hey, I'm really good at this, and I can do this well," and you're confident in that, not in a prideful way, but just like, "Hey, let me use my gifts. I'm, this is something I'm good at. I'm good at math. Maybe I can help you out with that." And being confident in saying those things, um, people who have dealt with insecurity or don't have confidence themselves might read that as, "Oh, look at their prideful or look right. at their ego." Um, maybe as a source of jealousy or just not being able to understand where that comes from because they don't have it themselves. If you're that person that's misreading others, I think that one of the most effective things you can do is get back into the Word of God a lot more. Ask the Lord to help you understand the difference because as He fills you with His understanding and wisdom, you'll be able to begin to discern the difference between the two. Right, and and a lot of these are first impressions. So maybe before making a quick judgment, get to know that person a little bit and and if you see humility in other areas in their life, chances are they are just confident and they don't have ego. If you're um, suffering with past wounds, that is a recipe for disaster when it comes to this subject. Right, right. And some of those wounds that might be detrimental to your confident factor um, is is basically you try, you've tried things and you failed. Maybe you've had several failures in your life where you're like, hey, that didn't work. I couldn't make that happen. You feel like a failure, so therefore everybody has to be a failure. Right, and and you might not not necessarily even failed. You might have just, you know. But you feel that way. But you feel that way. And yeah. so um, the, those can also be just a confidence killer that can be very difficult to come back from. Or if you were bullied um, by other people, it doesn't have to be, not, it's not just kids that are bullied. You can be bullied by coworkers or, you know, uh, uh, groups in your church even, or hopefully not, but, uh, you know, anywhere where you can feel there's a group of people, um, where you feel on the outside or you don't feel fully accepted, or maybe you're even bullied or talked down to, um, or that you're feeling you've been abused. So those are all real confident. You, you, you gain that fear, those insecurities, and, and they're very hard to bounce back from. So confidence at that point is going to be very difficult. The key really is what I'm hearing from you is, is that if you want to have the confidence that God wants you to have, that kind of faith, you're going to have to do the heavy work, the heavy lifting of dealing with these past issues. 
Right. And just to kind of, we, we talk about this a lot on, on the show, if you've listened to more than this specific show, but when you want to overcome those, those hard things like lack of confidence and being, the goal is to identify where the breakdown is, mm-hmm. identify the issue, do some self-care, work through those wounds, those emotional and mental wounds, and you know, be, start to overcome those and so that you can move forward in a healthy way. All right, number four is the lack of education. I was talking about a lack of wisdom, a lack right. of understanding God's word. What do you mean by this? Well, I mean, it can be that, you know, that lack of wisdom, but also, um, you know, sometimes we weren't raised to, to understand confidence or have confidence. We weren't taught that by our, our parents or our family. Um, I know for me, I really struggled in school. Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't seem to get things like other people did. I, I didn't understand. And well, I, you sure sound smart today. <laughs> Thanks. But I really, I, I just, I really struggled in all subjects and I felt like I'm missing a piece of the puzzle. It was a really difficult time for me. Um, so it, it, it made me have some insecurities and felt like I couldn't measure up with other people. Um, and I really struggled with it. And then I began to pursue it with the Lord and ask him to give me wisdom and understanding and that kind of thing. And he did, and he was faithful. So, uh, so, so that's been good, but that can really, really help or cause you to struggle in your confidence. And so, um, start, start educating, find other ways to educate yourself, have, go to other people who've been through what you've been through and let them educate you, you know, those kinds of things, find other ways, but educate yourself so you don't have to feel insecure. And, um, second Corinthians chapter 12 says this, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. This is uh, God speaking to Paul. Therefore, and this is Paul now speaking. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. Here he's talking about boasting. Now, again, if we're going to be simplistic, he's boasting. That's evil. No, actually, that's not. Okay. What's he boasting about? He's displaying a confidence level that God is at work in his life. Most people would say, other than Jesus, the greatest uh, saint to ever walk the earth was the Apostle Paul. Mm. And he's boasting of what? You know, he's boasting um, in this particular situation of Christ's power uh, being displayed through his weakness. But the key to all of this is he had this supernatural confidence, the supernatural faith that was contagious to others. And there were two reactions that people had to him. They either loved him, and that led to who knows how many people getting saved. I mean, certainly hundreds of thousands Mm -hmm. or more. We don't really have an exact number. Or it led him to be the enemy of many others. Right. There were very few people who were like mishmashy with him. They either loved him or hated him. Well, yeah, and look at all these years later. We still get to benefit right. from his confidence, from his boldness to do the calling that God asked him to, and now we get to read about it. So we still today get to benefit from him saying yes to confidence. So we've been talking about this lack of confidence, but we also need to cover pride because in, in many ways, pride is much more damaging than a lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, pride hinders can hinder our ability to see what is wrong, so you can take take steps to improve it. Mm-hmm. When you're prideful, there's nothing in you that says, 
oh, am I lacking somewhere or am I not doing this no, no, well? No, 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 Pride doesn't do yeah. that. <laughs> that's the Same. last thing pride is thinking about. When, when you're prideful, you don't really want to look at to, to see if there's anything wrong with you. So it would hinder your way of, of discovering that. Um, and um, the lack of confidence can identify areas to work on to build yourself up. So when you're struggling and you have a lack, lack of confidence, you're feeling insecure, but you are more open to say, hey, I can improve that. I can see what's wrong. I can pursue a better way. And so in, in like that, in some ways, that pride can be way more damaging than lack so, of confidence. And so pride will eventually isolate and hinder your opportunities for the much needed connections that every person needs. Right. We cannot be successful in this world. And, and I even want to emphasize that and say we cannot be successful in this world without other people. It's a very bold and confident statement. It really is. Without other people. Right. We were created for connection. We need other people to hire us. We need bosses to hire us, right? We need uh, people to partner with us in different um, things that we want to get done and things we want to do. We, we need someone to say, hey, yes, I will be your spouse and walk with you through this life. So isolation is not going to get you anywhere. And when you're prideful, you tend to isolate. You tend to isolate from people who don't serve your purposes or serve your pride or other people can identify the pride in you. And isolate from and you. And isolate oh, from you. Yeah, you don't want anything to Therefore, do you don't have connection for the things that right. you need to accomplish. Second yeah. Timothy, one of the more famous Bible verses in the New Testament. For the Spirit of God does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Mm. What a wonderful description of godly confidence. The spirit of power and love and self-discipline. Right. That's what the spirit of God does. The spirit of God is what provides us with the confidence. Right. As long as the confidence is directed toward him and not us right. without him. Right. Right. All right, so pride, <laughs> wow, I was expecting something. All right, so pride can come from overconfidence. Mm -hmm. Pride can come from a lack of healthy influences. Pride can come from life challenges. And pride can also come from an unwillingness to deal with a hurt or a pain. Right, right. And I'll just go through those really quickly. Yeah. But um, just uh, from overconfidence. So you might have started off with some good, healthy confidence, but then kind of through that, say, I got this, I got this. You take the reins and you think it's all you and you think that you forget to acknowledge that there's other people that have come along the way and helped you build that confidence or that the Lord has instilled that in you and helped you through. And you kind of take the reins and you think you're all that. And so that's kind of some overconfidence and it will take you into that pride circle lack of healthy influences if there's not people in your life giving you kind of that check like hey i'm seeing some pride in there or here let you know i, I care about you and i think you're gonna maybe have some issues with isolation because i'm seeing that those pride issues so you're not letting those influence those people in to influence you and help self-correct that could be an issue people live in packs prideful people want to hang out with prideful people confident godly godly confidence 
in people, those people right. want to hang out with the same kind of people. Right. And again, if you're, you're lacking those, those influences from your parents that teach you the difference between confidence and pride, you know, so that can be a major issue or minimal life challenges. If you're a person, hey, there are some people out there who don't experience really difficult life challenges or kind of just sail through life, have had it easy <laughs> a little bit, as you would say. So sometimes that builds like, well, I must be doing everything great because I don't have any issues, so it must be me. You know, it, it can trigger those ways of thoughts and so um, build up that pride or an unwillingness to deal with hurt or pain. So people can be prideful. That is a dog you hear. Yeah, sorry about North's that. Where coming from. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but, but a lot of times people can, um, to avoid the hurt and pain, they can build themselves up so in kind of like a wall so that nothing can get to them. So they never do anything wrong. They're always the person that's right, that kind of thing. And it's a self-protective mode because mm -hmm. the pain was never dealt with. All right, so the last point here is is knowing and understanding, grasping the difference between pride and confidence. We've been going through this. We, we've said it several times, but here's the key. We, we need to repeat this over and over again. Can you share with us through your clinical experience with uh, many years of counseling the difference in your heart, your mind, what you've learned between pride and confidence right so so uh, confidence comes from a place of understanding who you are what you were made for and mm -hmm. the people that have helped you get there mm -hmm. you know that you can't under understanding that humility that you can't do it on your own but being confident and what and, and feel good about what you can offer because what you can offer can help other people as well it's very outward motivated it's other motivated. It's other motivated Pride is inner motivated. What's what's best for you? What can get you to where you need to go? No, I don't need other people. I'm too good. I can do it myself. So it's very inward motivated. So pay attention when you're having those thoughts come through. Is it focused on self or is it focused on yes that you can do these things well but it can contribute to others and society. Yeah, recognizing that you can do something well but Having the attitude that you want to use it to serve others is a great term for the word confidence. Right. And the fact is, is the Lord has gifted people, different people with different gifts. And knowing that you have the gift is not prideful. Knowing you have the gift, you, you, you say, thank you, Lord. Even if you recognize it's a really great gift, it's, it, maybe it's, you know, not to compare, but just, just for the sake of, of this discussion, maybe it's, you know, one of the greatest gifts ever out there, you know, that the Lord's blessed you with. Right. Recognizing that's not pride, using it for his glory and having confidence that he can do that is something that people will be drawn to. Right. Absolutely. That's a good word right there. All right. Well, listen, folks, thank you for joining us. You're listening to HopeForMe.Live. Go to our website at HopeForMe.Live. You'll find about 150 podcasts covering a range of um, mental health issues and things that can make you stumble in your heart. Um, it's designed to help you from two perspectives. One, as you've been listening, from a pastoral perspective on my end and from a counseling perspective on Angie's end. So we hope that you go there. Remember, if you need to call our number, it is on the website at hopeforme.live. All counseling sessions are free of charge. You'll never pay a dime.